0: Top in your Tardises, you're listening to another episode of Doctor Huh? Hey,
1: hey, huh? hey, why is
0: everyone always on pills these days? <laughs> what is it that Tim Heidecker said? And everybody with their head meds, everybody's on head meds. Um. This is a randomly generated, randomly selected Doctor Who podcast. I always forget if we say that or not. Um, <laughs> we don't. Also, my the na- podcast is not randomly generated. I have a lot of notes. <laughs> um, I am uh, Jordan and I speak for the trees. <laughs> I'm Sam, a.k.a. Mr. Stink. <laughs> what? Oh. There's a guy um, named Mr. Pink in this episode. I does... don't know, Jordan. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. I you, know, you watched I came the episode. up with that very you last wa- minute. You watched the episode. Yeah, I watched the episode. I watched the episode. I so graciously listen, everybody who's listening to this needs to be very proud of how strong and powerful I am because I put down Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom just <laughs> for just to,
1: just <laughs>
0: just I put down the video game. I I I got to a stopping point. I got to a save point. And I, I I turned off my Nintendo Switch and I sat down and I watched Doctor Who and then I played for 15 more minutes because I had a little time and then I turned got to another stopping point and got to another save point turned and off now, my Nintendo Switch and now I'm now here. you're playing it again and, and you can and every moment I spend talking about this episode is m- a moment oh spent that's not why you were in playing. such a hurry <laughs> that's not true so if you notice me so so there's trees and then the episode <clears throat> ends all right thank you thank you to our Patreon. Hmm. Jordan, <laughs> that's what it—that's what it sounds like. Yeah, you want to—you want to create a soundscape. I want to create a, like a Zelda soundscape for us to listen to. Link, Maybe that'll make you me. must.
1: You must go on
0: another adventure <laughs> with me, beautiful spores, Link. Link, you have no, to. No, find- that's not the right accent, Sam. Try again.
1: Link, Link,
0: you must go on a beautiful adventure. You got to put the birds in your backpack. You got. link (laughs) link Link, you have to put the birds in your backpack link go with peace and love link you'll want to bring your sturdy water bottle on this (laughs) adventure you know this this, we are currently really in the water bottle the backpack era of zelda games if you think about it um so this is season eight episode 10 uh uh uh, the lorax this time The Lorax. Okay, no, you're not. This (laughs) is Series 8, Episode 10, In the Forest of the Night, written by Frank Cottrell Boyce, directed by Sherry Folkson. And, folks, on this episode, I thought it was mostly fine, pretty good. It was, was, you know, honestly, it was pretty good, and Clara was okay. I actually liked it quite a bit until Clara put on that bloody hockey mask and got out a chainsaw and started chasing the children around. See, I, I was, I, I did, I did see you having some issues with Clara and I couldn't really figure out what, I mean, what the part was. Oh, you liked the part where she wanted all the kids dead. When did she want all the kids dead? Do you not remember the part where the doctor was like, I can save all of the kids? And she was like, no. Let them die. Let them die. It's their not their choice to live or die. I think that's fine. Clara, Clara's smart enough to make the decision to kill the children. Clever enough. Clever enough. Oh, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, hold hold on. From, Let me control F. No, five. I, I counted very good. Wrong. Six. Six? Oh, because he said the trees were clever, too. That's right. Oh, my God. That was, that's got to be a record. <laughs> and she said clever girl, too, which is almost like when she says clever boy. <laughs> they, okay, also, before I know we'll get to it, the clever count was four in like the span of a minute they said clever clever oh, clever yeah. back to back and then one more time before they leave they were just like also by the way before we <laughs> fe- before i leave by the way clever <laughs> yeah there was a little parting clever shot it was it was really something but uh, i did i did mostly like this episode me too didn't they like review we checked the reviews and didn't the, they say it sucked shit and it was like the worst episode the review said it sucked shit and that it was the worst episode ever made. Is this a, rat- no. Is this a- I mean, it wasn't like a, it wasn't as good as of Kolos, but I was, I was pleasantly surprised by this one. I liked the premise. I liked seeing the like overgrown London. Uh, yeah, somebody- I'm going to say maybe this makes me sound like a rube, but I was very impressed with the production. Like it mostly didn't look like shit. You- Most of the time I was like, damn, how'd they do that? Would you say they worked so hard on it? I think they probably didn't work very hard on this. Can I say what they probably did is they probably dragged these fucking kids out to a forest and then put some, like, signs and bikes around is probably what they did. Well, that was the thing, though, was there were shots that had, like... So there's this cool tech... There's, like, they could, like... They can, like, do technology now. Did you know? I know. I, 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 I thought it looked good.
1: It, it that's looked, all. That's all really I'm good. saying is I
0: thought it looked good. You know what didn't look good was the part where the all of the newscasters on Earth were talking. That looked like that was shit. weird. But uh-huh. let's uh-huh. let's okay. let's just get into it, shall we? So you can get back to your precious video game. Uh-huh. We begin For this me. episode. I was drinking a cup of water <laughs> in the video game. Um, we begin the episode with a girl who uh, who we learn her name is Maeve, and that uh, if anyone has ever listened to my dad wrote a porno. Uh Shut that up. name, that, that name is not tr- that name is what? <laughs> we don't need to talk about Mave. No, because there's one thing there's one thing I remember about Mave from from my dad wrote a porno and it Yes, was- it's the hump and skunk. We oh. don't need to talk about it. <laughs> yes. If anyone doesn't know what that is, go listen to the podcast. It's a great podcast. You'll have a great time. I have just, fun. Sam Shrek. I just had to say it, so I won't need to say it later, because it's the only context I've ever heard this name before. And I didn't know it was spelled like that either. Uh, not always. Anyway, uh, she finds the TARDIS. She's in the woods. She's lost. She's alone. Uh, and she knocks on the door of the TARDIS. The doctor, the doctor sticks his head out. I did like his intro in this episode because she says, Excuse me, sir, I'm lost. And he just goes, It's that way. And he just goes back inside. (laughs) That's okay, real quick. Uh, I, I think this is my favorite. Showing out of Peter Capaldi. Yes. He's fucking funny in this episode, and he's such a weirdo, and I love it. Yes, and this... As if I wasn't already convinced, nothing could convince me more... Robot of Sherwood was an 11th Doctor episode It really that they was gave like, to Peter Capaldi. Like, they didn't change how he acts, he just is acting like Matt Smith in that episode. It's so weird. He's, but he's a quirked-up white boy, he's <sighs> super into Clara, and really jealous of her being interested in Robin Hood. Capaldi's a little freak on this show, and I love that. Yeah, him. and also... Another thing that we noticed in Thin Ice that was completely absent in Robot of Sherwood, which I believe was that the first Capaldi episode we saw, or the uh, second? it was the second. The first one we see. no wait it, it was the first wait, one. let me check the let me check the uh, sheet right now. Haha. Ha. Uh, Thin Ice was our eleventh episode, and Robot of Sherwood was our fifteenth. So we okay, had already Robert seen right. Thin we had Ice, seen him, yeah. But but yeah, completely pre- uh, uh, absent in Robot of Sherwood. The doctor, it, the 12th doctor is such a weird alien man. He's a weird alien man and he's, and he's kind of rude and I like him. There's a scene in this where it implies that he can't tell humans apart. <laughs> I, uh, so, so this, this child, uh, is run. he's like, <laughs> he tries to get her away from the TARDIS. Um, but then she asks him if he's like, if, are you the doctor? Um, and then he's like, okay. And then he lets her in the TARDIS. Yeah, he's also very confused. He's surprised and confused about the trees, uh, and we'll find out why in a second. He takes her into the TARDIS, and I really liked his his explanation to her of the size of the TARDIS. Where he goes, you know how when you drink a Coke, it's this big, but it has this much sugar in it. Um, i i thought I thought that was very cute. Uh, and yeah, he she has a good line here where he's like, if if it's not clear, this is like what like a eight-year-old girl i don't so. know because 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 uh clara later says that they're they're year eight so they're supposed to be like yeah that's the eighth be, year that they've been alive yeah they're supposed to be eighth graders They're supposed maybe i like, have just forgotten what children <laughs> look like <laughs> no nah, this girl is like a matilda this is like a kindergartner when they're supposed to be like 12 or 13 years old i think Okay, fair enough. Something went horribly Uh, wrong with this, with the, uh, with this, uh, casting is what I mean. But, uh, I, I like when he's, he's, he's surprised and like kind of irritated that she's not like mind blown by the TARDIS. And he's like, it, it's, it's usually people mention the size. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't mention it. And she goes, I just assumed it was supposed to be like that. And she says that the reason that she, uh, went looking for the doctor was because, quote, Miss, uh, Miss Oswald was talking about him, but that also that maybe she, like... She says a lot of things, like, her in her head. Like, is this in my head? she's a mind reader. She's Matilda. This is the thing, is they they try to make it, like, like there's some intrigue about, like, can she, like, read minds? Does she just have a very overactive imagination? But in her head, she heard Clara talking about the doctor. So, and she knows about the... So she clearly knows... (laughs) About the doctor. She's clearly got some kind of psychic power. She also talks which, about... Which, by the way, yeah. is never really explained other than she's traumatized, therefore psychic? If you become traumatized enough, you become psychic. Cool. Um, she also you know, this talks is about- one of those episodes where, much like Mark, you just have to assume that the writer wasn't thinking about anything that they were writing. <laughs> they worked hard on it, but they didn't work hard when they wrote it. <laughs> Because if they were thinking about the things they were writing, then the then Frank Cottrell Boyce has some very strange takes about mental, mental illness. illness and medication. So the doctor is having problems with this TARDIS because he's like, I'm trying to get to central London, but I'm stuck in the middle of this damn forest and I just can't figure out... Like, it, it says the navigational matrix is working just fine, but I'm still in this forest. And then we hear the TARDIS's famous computer voice, where it says, We have reached our destination... Central London. <laughs> <laughs> What's the city they're always trying to they're always ending up in or always trying to get to? <sighs> I don't remember. Oh uh, I don't remember either. It's like Norwich know. or something like that. Scrimpton. Yeah, it could literally anywhere. Crumsley on Brighton. Crum- Croydon. Yeah, Crumsley. On. Brighton, Brighton. Brighton Brighton. Brighton Brighton. The fourth doctor was always trying to take Leela to Brighton. There she would have loved she would've loved Brighton. She would have loved Brighton. Too bad the doctor Pushed her out of the TARDIS into space for being so stupid. <laughs> uh, so the child is like, you know, children have a unique perspective. They see problems from different angles. Even the Doctor so true, cannot so cannot keep up with the mind of a child because so so they're so clever. Uh, she She's says a new Clara basically. <laughs> that's why the Doctor kills Clara at the end of the. He pushes her out <laughs> into space and says, "May have come with me." No, but she says like. Well, I won't be needing this anymore. I can't. I cannot do the <laughs> She's like, out. "Oh, come outside. We are in London. Look." And then he takes her outside, and it's the big, funny. Uh, it's the. I always thought these were just from cats, but apparently they built them for real life. Um, it's the big lions in Trafalgar Square. Oh, okay. And Judy Dench is sitting. Damn, on they it. put cats in real life. And they made there's a re- cat in this episode. That's crazy. <laughs> um. Yeah, and and the, give them the award for working hard on this one. The camera like zooms out, and all of London is trees, and then and it looked good. It looked really, it did really look good. pretty good. I mean, somebody played The Last of Us is what I, I I thought when I was watching this episode. Is that they were like, "Wow, what if a city had trees a lot of people played The Last of Us?" At least a few, uh, at least ten people played The Last of Us, and one of them was uh, the writer of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we go to what turns out to be the London Zoological Museum. Clara and her is this a thing? Is this is this a thing or is this insane? What the the museum sleepover? Yeah, is that a thing? Yeah, that that is a real thing. That is a real thing. They want. They want to see if it comes to life, and Ben Stiller is there. <laughs> no, I, I, I never did a museum sleepover, but I, rem- I definitely have seen like posters. What do for you them. get out of sleeping over at a museum that you can't get by going there? Do they like let you touch uh, the mummies? The exhibits don't come to life damn, during the daytime. What a okay. stupid fucking right, question. right, 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 right. I'm sorry. I've just. Never I, I, I truly don't know. I don't know if they like. I I I really have no idea. I've never done one because of this. like the, I, this is a thing. This is yeah. A thing. So all the kids wake up. Yeah, we meet Mister Pink, who is Danny what? Pink. We will call him Danny for the rest of the episode. Uh, yeah, she's like another. He's a math teacher, I think, at Clara's at Cole Hill, which reminder is the school from from the first episode of Doctor yep. Who and also uh, Remembrance of the Daleks. Um. And and David there's the oh, and and uh, shout out to and Bradley, shout out to Bradley the flashaholic with his 9000 lumen These days lumen. every Bradley has a tactical flashlight. <laughs> he takes out his tac light and fucking blasts the cornea's off of one of his classmates. And using the strobe effect, you can stun any would-be attackers. <laughs> he stuns all of his classmates and then and then Danny's like, "I told you, I told you to leave your 9000 lumen GX950 with the uh, with excellent UI uh, at home, Bradley." Clara is also here. I don't know if we made that clear. Well, you can tell that she's here because there's a constant noise of of people clapping. You can tell she's here because there's a clever counter on screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I thought I liked Clara this Clara episode, was except for the part episode. where she said, "Let's kill all the children." <laughs> I think it was cool that she decided the fates of the the fate of the kids. <laughs> And the, and the fate. Being I think that they I think. Listen, no, listen. Clara's reasoning for wanting to kill the children is that she didn't want to hear them complain about about, about losing <laughs> well, their parents. Okay, so. we'll, t- we'll yeah. talk about that when we get there. Uh, but yeah, Bradley takes out his tack light, which we only <laughs> mentioned because it will be important later. Um, and yeah, they're they're leaving the museum. It's it's the morning after the sleepover. Uh, see, I kinda like this uh, this this moment because like when the kids wake up there you, you see they're like sleeping in a cave, uh the teacher's there, and then having just seen the big overgrown London forestry, like are they do they know? Are they are they outside? Are they are they in a cave? Like what's going on? But then it like you know, then you realize oh they're just in a museum. Um and there's a lot of like kids stating facts and being curious and asking questions in this episode, which yeah, there's a little girl named Ruby who, uh Year casting eight? note mm-hmm. uh this girl was the voice of Peppa Pig. Oh, that's why I was, was uh was that was why my Peppa Pig my my Peppa meter was was <laughs> Your full Peppa the meter minutes. was overflowing. <laughs> and she's like, she's all world. why is the tree's got so many rings And Clara's uh, like that's such a clever question of you miss Pepper. i was laughing my ass off when i came across this in my notes after watching the episode because because she's like oh why because there's like a huge cross section of a tree stump at the museum and it's it's like why is this one ring thick and red and clara says it must have been a good year to be a tree and i wrote in my notes that it must it's got to be some weird ass metaphor for the doctor's life or something does that mean you think that they cut know. that man open and he's got rings inside of him? What are you no, talking I, about? I, I thought that later in the episode they would do some shit where it's like, and
1: it's like the rings in the st-
0: stump. Why is Leo Boykiewicz uh, the it's voice? It's like the rings in the stump. Uh, but no, it, it comes up later in a very silly way that is not the you know, very silly way that I've, I expected uh, it to be. Since the last time we recorded, I started watching The Sopranos. And I, I thought you were going to say Secret Life again. No. I'm not that damaged. But the fact that I know that at some point Steve Sharippa is going to show up is, like, scaring me. Like, I don't know how I'll be able to handle seeing him in a TV show again.
1: I if mean, I've seen him with Tim
0: and Eric making if, my eggs. If you love her, you're going to be with him forever. Don't mind the fact that I'm standing on her grave as we speak. Anyway. Listen to Jergen it. So, yeah. uh, the security guard unlocks the door to let them out. But, but the door's you know, not like, opening. The door's but then not they opening. push children, and they push, and then all... The whole, not just London, but the whole planet is covered in trees. And, yeah, Mr. Pink, uh Danny, doesn't, he doesn't see what's outside. One of the kids, like, squeezes out through the gap in the door and says, Sir, where are we? And more importantly, <laughs> when are we? Ah. You and did says, it. What do you mean? What do you mean? And that he he goes out and the whole planet is covered in plants and, and not in the way they... that it usually is. <laughs> I like the I like the implication the way you read that that like he went outside and somehow came to the conclusion that the whole planet was covered in plants. Like he was like, whoa, it's it's all of Earth. I've decided, but it is. <laughs> um, here's the part that uh that was was uh was a wild thing to hear the doctor say. Clara calls the doctor on the payphone or something. Um, yeah, is this a thing? She has a fo- I mean, I guess he just has a phone. He has a phone on there. He calls people with it. So I guess she has his phone number. Um, yeah, I guess so. Is it like a time phone? Could she call him no matter what yeah, he is? Yeah, I think is? so. I think she can just call the TARDIS. Uh, and she's got this, like, she's, she's smug because she thinks that she's seen something interesting that the doctor would want to see before he saw it. Mm-hmm. And then the doctor says a real fucking line where he says, um, there's nothing, anything that I haven't seen already is because I don't want to see it. Even my life is too short to go see Les Ha 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 ha. Funny, funny, I don't know how long it is, probably too long, so I probably long. agree so, with him. so long. But. It's, it's so long. That That is a, a hell of a thing for the doctor to say. That so feels is like the it's kind of the opposite like, of... Is the doctor like, will he go to see any musical that isn't that length? Is he like, I loved Dear Evan Hansen, it was it was a brisk two hours. I loved the Muppet movie. <laughs> What is the Doctor's favorite musical? The Muppet movie. Bye Bye Birdie. He's a big fan. He likes Um, bad musicals. The number of times that I have seen Bye Bye Birdie because of you. The really funny thing is that uh, when we had a DVD player in our uh, family uh, uh, Honda Odyssey, and one of the movies that we had in there was Shrek, and then the other one was Bye Bye Birdie, and I would put on Bye Bye Birdie, but then I wouldn't watch Bye Bye Birdie. Yeah, the first no, time, I'm aware of this. The first time I ever engaged with the plot of Bye Bye Birdie was when I was in high school because I was in the very bad musical Bye Bye Birdie, and that was the first time I ever learned what happens in it because I never actually <laughs> watched it. I just... Oh, I I knew what happened in it, Jordan. I knew it all too well. How often were we going on car rides that were the length of Bye Bye Birdie? <laughs> Jordan, I have seen Bye Bye Birdie. You'll find. <laughs> A thousand bazillion times Because I would just make our mom drive around in circles So you could enjoy the movie I would say don't get out Sam has to watch Bye Bye Birdie has Well to see a-
1: the pathetic while today
0: <laughs> I just need to see I need to know I need to know if Conrad's gonna go into the army If he's gonna get that one last kiss <laughs> Sam wants to know. You, he needs to know. You you push play on the DVD and then you immediately start playing on your Game Boy. Yeah, Game Boy. How old do you, you think the I Game am? Boy that you took from me, and the now D- I have to just watch helpless as <laughs> Bye Bye Birdie plays? I think you mean Nintendo DS, Sam. Come on, come on. Come Sorry, on. I forgot that you're a baby. Come on. Uh, okay, so then- I forgot that you never knew the simple pleasure of a Game Boy. Uh. So then the doctor's like by the way there's a child on my TARDIS, um and uh and she she brought you up she mentioned miss oswald do you know this her This is where uh Clara asks which which girl and he says standard small defenseless human female and she just, says no what's her, what's her do you name You just want to do like, Tom Baker you just it feels like you just want to do Tom Baker voice I just I can't I can't remember your Capaldi's. heart your heart is speaking Tom Baker right now a small yeah, defenseless is. human female, because it's the only episodes that we roll on. <laughs> Bonus episodes, because <laughs> there's like nine thousand of them. I don't know what to tell you. But uh, she's like, "No, what's what's her name?" And the doctor's like, "Oh, it had it had not even occurred to me <laughs> He's that a humans fucking freak. have that humans have names." This is so funny because later in the episode, the the the, the doctor is like. This is my planet, too. I breathe your air, I walk your earth, or whatever. It's, with uh, you weird with apes. With you weird apes that I forget have names. Uh, he's been I hanging like out he, with the... Uh, yeah. I like that he invents a name for the forest. The brand new forest. It's like the new forest, but newer. Yeah. Um. And yeah, this ch- child's name is Maeve, with a B-H, which is pronounced... V- uh, for which those, is fine. with For those freaks in the United Kingdom. Which is fine. It's totally fine. Mm. Um... <laughs> and, and i do like the fact that he's like yeah i'm in a big forest i already saw it and clara's kind of pissed off about that that was kind of funny. i love his line here where he's like oh is that the amazing thing you wanted to show me tis amazing that i saw it first i fucking want a fucking piece of shit i love him <laughs> what an asshole um and uh, then da- danny uh, the, here's a clara. shout out to clara where where danny's like were you uh what what did the what did the school have to say about this and she was like uh, uh and then she just fucking lies about that she did call the school and yes, this she is said where we, she we said learn. she left a message for all the parents like she just in that time she called every single parent from these She got an auto dialer yeah the, yeah this is where we learned that uh she and Danny first of all one of the kids earlier said that uh the rumor on the street on the playground is that Mr. Pink and Miss Oswald are in love uh, But Danny has some issues with Clara because he's concerned that she is maybe spending more time with the doctor than she admits she is. And also he's concerned that she, maybe when she should be focusing on her job as a teacher on a field trip, escorting children around... Maybe she's a little bit too concerned with possibly getting in the TARDIS and going on a space adventure. You know, I never really thought about that, but thats that must be what's going on with Clara. Because we always see her, like half of the times we've seen her, she's just been living her life. So is it just like, it's a Thursday, she gets home from work, she goes and travels with the doctor for two months, and then she goes to sleep and wakes up on Friday? I mean, literally, the plot of Day of the Doctor was that she leaves school for the day. Uh-huh. And goes straight to the TARDIS, like, where she then does the plot of day of what the a, Doctor. What a discombobulating life she must live! No wonder that she's uh, got such a terrible Oswald, handle. On. You look older than you did yesterday. <laughs> what? A, no wonder well, she you has. Know. <laughs> she's losing kids left and right, and we learned that she didn't wasn't do, keeping up with her grading. She just can't handle it. She's got too much on her plate. Yeah, and that's that's what Danny's issue is. Is he's like, can you please focus on the fact that you are currently uh uh, uh what is the, oh my god, what is the word? Someone Supervising a chaperone, a chaperoning. Yeah. God, I'm old. Um, this is a this is where we have a real where are we when are we moment because they wonder did we the trees had that, but go well on. well they're wondering. I think Danny asked. This is like did. Did the trees pop up, or were we, like, asleep for hundreds of years? No, 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 this is this is Clara, well, that's and Danny is annoyed. He's like, can oh, you please focus it. on getting the kids home safely instead of being a Doctor Who companion? <laughs> you, listen, you don't get a day off from being a Doctor Who companion. So, yeah. we will learn later, Until and when I say we, I mean you and I watching the show in the wrong order, Uh, because people would just know this, but we will learn later that Danny, he is a veteran. He's been in the army, he's seen things. Or whatever, uh, and that comes through in this moment when he he really like takes charge with the kids, and he's like, "All right, kids, we're gonna blah blah." He's like assigning roles. He's like, "Bradley, you're our navigator. You're gonna da 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 da." Ruby, you're gonna be Peppa. You're Pig. gonna talk you're... about tree facts. <laughs>
1: give, give us I need everything. To keep I need everything
0: we do. <laughs> I need and everything Clara, know about trees. She's fucking. Into she loves it. it. She's so she loves it. Um, this is where we see every news channel on Earth, I think. Is yeah, that- I think we get the shot of, of Earth, the Big Apple, but it's a green apple in space because it's covered people. in trees and plants. Uh, and yeah, they're just cutting to all these different newscasts. Oh, they were, we're here in India, there was gonna be a cricket match, but now there isn't. Now we gotta play cricket field. in the forest. Uh, also, the plan is going to be to... Start by burning pathways for essential services. They're gonna go out on their balconies and clap for the tree inferno squad. Sense. Um, and then, uh, and then the doctor, uh, in his infinite wisdom, uh, I mean, listen. If the doctor had pointed his sonic screwdriver at the tree and gone, "Ah, yes, I understand," uh, I would have made equally <laughs> as much sense what a scene as him. That would be. Well, I'm saying that's what he always fucking does. I don't this thing where he's like, "Oh, it only understands electronics." You pointed at everything. You hmm, pointed it at people, tree. you pointed at aliens. Huh? That's, I've learned nothing. But, but that process, is exactly what happens. He scans the trees and goes, huh. "It's a tree." <laughs> it's just a tree. <laughs> and then Maeve is like, "Actually, from my unique perspective as a child with an imagination and also mental illness, we'll find out later. Um, trees can communicate." that's how they know to all start growing at the same time and then the doctor says the doctor says uh you fucking stupid child uh, No, he actually says nothing. He says nothing but he but he doesn't like it and then she says she says actually doctor with my unique perspective you don't need a phone to communicate because i have not called my mom and so i and i know she's worried about me without having to talk to her. Oh, get owned. And the doctor bitch and the doctor's like the mind of a we child, go, if you think about we, it. We go over to Maeve's mom, who is on the phone with uh Maeve's dad. They're arguing about who was supposed to pick her up. And I don't think that it needs to be mentioned ever again in this episode, but we're going to find that for most of the rest of the episode, every like 5 minutes there's it just cuts a shot of Maeve's Maeve's mom riding her, a bike on a bike. Through the trees she doesn't like it she's worried and so we can yeah. we could just put that out there and never talk about it again just Im- um, imagine it in your mind's eye
1: so um,
0: ruby the inquisitive child is asking clara ruby, about these trees and yeah. this this never actually comes up i i thought that it would be more important but it's really not but she's like oh uh what's up with these trees because we learned that trees have flowers or nuts or fruit some of these trees have flowers and nuts and clara says that's weird and then it never that's not relevant at all <laughs> so i don't know why that was in the end and then and then uh and then listen bradley hasn't been knocked down a peg anytime recently uh <laughs> so one of his classmates is like if you touch a nut you'll die bradley and then they <laughs> okay, all laugh at him. this this boy uh I I don't know if these children are like recurring characters. These specific children, I hope they are, because this kid Samson, I think was his name,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who is like teasing Bradley about his nut allergy, has one of my favorite lines in the episode later. Uh And yeah, he's just he's just is, like is Samson, the one with the Hey Bradley, queen? if one of those nuts touches you, you might die. That'd be funny. <laughs> is Samson the one with the Yankees hat? Uh I I think he had a hat on. I think he had headphones and a hat. Uh if he if he is the kid in the Yankees hat, good lad. Good lad. Uh <laughs> they arrive in Trafalgar Square and they see the TARDIS parked here, and uh Danny says, Excellent navigation, Bradley, way to go. And Bradley and says And then okay, this was a very strange part, is the part where Bradley says, uh can I take a can we take a selfie with my Game Boy camera? Well, and then we, yeah. uh, up, 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 up. You're mm-hmm. forgetting the magic word and then he says, "Please," and then they go, "Wow!" Bradley said, "Please," and then he takes a picture with his Game Boy camera, which is the only camera that exists that would create an image quality this low at this year. Yeah, we year. get we get like what a was this? from the perspective of his camera shot, and it's, it's like, like really weird and shitty. Yeah, like what was the image quality? Like, did they give him a, a fucking toy camera? What is that? It's a toy camera. I guess it they was, was a were Game like- Boy camera. Yeah, it was a Game Boy camera. It was all he, the rage at the and time. And then he printed it out with this Game Boy printer, which he also brought <laughs> to the museum. What a good lad uh, Bradley is. But uh, Clara and Danny are both really surprised that he said please, because he normally has such an attitude problem. We get a montage of the kids... And see how how different they have acted in the past. I assume that means that these are recurring characters, and we're seeing them grow over the yeah. Course Bradley, of the Bradley, like asks. Sorry, Bradley doesn't ask for a kid's dictionary. He punches yeah, it. Like, Give me your dictionary, and the kid's like, "It's mine." And he like flips the kid's desk. And we learn that Ruby, who has been very like from and inquisitive, her unique is usually perspective, sort from of a un- dumb fuck Leela type. When, from her unique perspective, when asked, when Mister Pink draws a triangle and he draws an angle X, which i uh- whether the once again the the eternal problem with children on tv whether or not they are eight years old or 13 <laughs> years old no one can ever tell he's like find x and then she points and she goes oh it's right there isn't it? and it's then everybody lost. goes it's right there at the top mr pink from my unique perspective i see the x is right there thank you i i literally at this at this moment i thought that the plot of the episode was going to be that the trees release Make like opposite spores that only affect children In But a it, high... it turns out that this is an arc where we learn that danny is a very good teacher in a, in a high <laughs> oxygen environment their brains are functioning at 200 percent capacity um, and mave is usually super normal because yeah clara's like wow Danny!" and her sister's not missing <laughs> they can't find her because of all these damn trees uh clara's like wow danny you're a good teacher you make these kids uh not suck shit like they always do uh, the ground starts shaking. This is the first of two times that it happens in the episode, and I'll tell explained. you right now, I don't know why it happened. I think it was, like, trees growing, or oh, maybe, maybe it was, Unrelated it was uh, Trafalgar Square, like, foundation crumbling. Uh, but this is my favorite part of the episode, is when the Ruby- doctor. Is posed like the fucking Grinch in this shot. The Doctor is Herlock Sholmes hanging from the coat (laughs) hook in this scene. uh, When Ruby breaks off a branch of a tree, which I don't know if tree branches have rings inside them, but also... Ruby is incredibly strong because she broke a very chunky, like, a really thick branch off that tree. So she's got really good muscles. Ruby tears an entire tree out of the ground. Yeah, rips. She karate. (laughs) Ruby karate chops a tree in half like sneak. Ruby smash. And then she sees there are no rings, and then the doctor doing Grinch pose from behind a tree because he's the funniest man. He's just, Uh, like, lying on his side behind a tree, and he's like, ah, would you like to know? I'm the forest freak! It must mean they're one year's old! (laughs) Yeah, he says, the rings mark years of growth, but these trees... They grew overnight. Oh, that was the thing. Sorry, I forgot to mention this, but there was a, a another fucking hilarious Doctor moment where when he's on the phone with Clara earlier, and she's like, "Is there a child on the? There's a one of my kids is on your TARDIS." And then you just see uh, the camera pointing at Mave, and then just the Doctor's arm like appearing like a first person <laughs> shooter, like this one. It was amazing. Yeah, he points at her and is like. Yeah, this, this weird, this weird creature. That was so funny. What, what, like, what? Human child. Yeah, they're on one with this guy. I love him. So, uh, Clara introduces the doctor to all the kids and says, uh, don't worry, class. The doctor will solve everything. And he says, nope, I have nothing. And she says, he always says that. He's very clever. Ding. And Ding. he says, oh, yes, I am very clever. Ding. Ding. But what use is clever against trees? Ding. Ding. So that's like three in a second. And then, uh, and then he says, like, I can't figure this out. Sorry. And then Clara's, like, uh, Clara's, he like, says, he says, like, this is basically the new Ice Age. We're in yeah. the Tree Age. And then he just, like, walks Glaciers away Glaciers appeared overnight one time. This is the same, but with trees. And then, and then this is when he's, like, yep, I got nothing. Sorry. Uh, and then Clara's, like, oh, he always does this. He's just trying to kill time. He's playing for time. And then. And he goes, Time? interesting and she says see clever kicking in i just couldn't believe that last one just came right out of nowhere i was i, was I have a shocked. Question. yeah hey if you are british and you listen to this podcast send us a message to let us know have you do, have this, they, do, they, say do they say smart is smart not a word <laughs> no like i feel like i've asked this on our podcast before and i know we have people who listen to this who live in, in those silly islands and nobody has ever answered is this normal is this is this uh, like hey, I'm not? Is, is Doctor Who is this just what it's like to be? D- is British? there like a funny guy in a box that shows that? Uh, no, like do people say clever that much or is that just a Doctor Who thing? Because it's only clever on- morning, everyone. Hey, clever morning, <laughs> clever, 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 clever. Doesn't sound like a word anymore, does it? Um, and then the Doctor says one of the most oh ins- my clever one of the most insane things that he's ever said. Um, on this show where he <laughs> says this. a tree is a time machine. No. If you plant an acorn in 1785, 80, fast forward and there's a tree there but it's still got the past inside of it. Jordan! That's not a time machine! That's just hey, a what? Jordan! What? I'm a time machine, Jordan! You're, I'm traveling at a rate of Whee. one I'm traveling through time Whee. at a rate of I'm going through time at a rate of 1 second per second. It's I'm a very boring time machine. If you cut me open, you'll find organs dating back to 1993. <laughs> what does that mean? Is this like we're going to get into the fucking ship of Theseus here soon where he's like, "Oh, then the a, a human goes through their cells every 8 years. How many Sorry, years I old just is had a vision. I just
1: had a vision
0: of one of the trees popping open and the master jumps
1: up and says, <laughs> hey, what?
0: <laughs> that's the one thing. That's one of the major things that the that new Who is missing that classic Who had is that the Master is just like whenever the Master shit. We haven't seen him in the new show, but like he doesn't show up very much and he shows up and it's like boom, and it's like a cliffhanger. But uh, in the original show, he'll just take off a Scooby Doo mask and then he'll be there like cackling and putting together a big a big cartoon bomb. And I just think that 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 the and show also could, his TARDIS is a Roman big pillar. pillar. It's the funniest shit I ever ah! seen. <laughs> wait till we see him on the show i'm sure it'll be disappointing <laughs> uh okay so <laughs> i do want to think cl- about that one more clever for the road all trees are time machines i do know that-, that in the movie he's played by eric roberts the doctor from the stalked by my doctor movies <laughs> uh all the kids file into the tardis uh ruby who knows science facts say clean trees clean the air we gotta leave the all don't cut down those truffula trees once or please i thought this is interesting clara speculates that the trees might have been like planted i was really by, sure by that that's to, what was to, like, gonna... purify the atmosphere before that they felt invade. like the direction that the episode was gonna take but then the doctor that was an interesting hypothesis <laughs> immediately he shoots that down uh so he says no of course not um and why are all the kids' homework books on the TARDIS? Did they just leave so, them here? Okay, no. So, this was something that Danny brings up later because he finds a stack of books of the children's homework on the TARDIS console and he's like annoyed at it. We find out later it's because they're all dated. He realizes that Clara, the reason that she hasn't finished grading all these homework assignments is because she oh, left she's them on the, on the TARDIS. Oh, Clara! yeah clara Clara is not really uh into being a teacher it seems (laughs) it kind of seems like when you get to choose between uh going and hanging out with your best friend robin hood which is like the coolest guy ever so hot um or being a teacher clara would rather hang out with the coolest guy robin hood who's so hot which i mean that's fine like i I feel like maybe she should maybe she should say okay i'll do one thing I just don't know if I you will, can manage these I will these go two. and be a companion of a Time Lord, and then I will come back and be a teacher. You don't need – like, there's – you don't even need to quit your job to do that. You just need to – you don't even need to take a leave of absence. You just need to get on the TARDIS and then come back when you're ready. <laughs> yeah, the idea that Clara would be like, oh, that was a hell of an adventure. Hey – can we like go and hang out in the nineties when I have no responsibilities and just like just like chill and play? Can Game I just Boy go to while? like Spaulon fourteen to the background planet, please, for a week? <laughs> what was the thing that uh the thirteenth doctor said, the, the sentient beaches with the, the like lobsters serving ravioli or whatever? Yeah, something like that, dancing lobsters. Uh uh Oh, but the doctor f- sees one of Maeve's homework pages and I believe that she's like drawn a bunch of trees and a big sun or something and he's like, "Oh my god, what is this? I need to Will find Maeve later." I liked uh when the doctor again, he's like really annoyed that none of the kids are like, "Whoa, the Tardis is cool, man." He's like, "Why why do you none of you care about yeah, the size he's very thing?" And Ruby about just his- goes, "A forest grew overnight. Nothing surprises us anymore." <laughs> This Peppa kid really knows where it's at. Um, and uh, okay, so the the doctor is about to say. I, I know the thing about all trees are time machines is pretty fucking crazy, but the thing the doctor says next is like really wild. Clara's like, you need to leave Mave alone. She's very vulnerable. Her sister went missing last year, and she hears voices in her head, and so she's taking medication for it. And then the doctor says, like, why would Th- you- he says like this is exactly what's wrong with humanity. You hear when voices. a child is speaking, you need to listen to them. Because she's not hearing voices. She's tuned into a different channel. And he Th- says later that the fact that she's, like, traumatized and grieving means that she has opened her ears and opened her eyes, and so, she's listening and looking in a way that normal so people wild. don't. From so her unique when perspective. your sister goes missing and you're a child and you don't know how to process that at all, that's a good you become thing. Psychic. You become psychic, <laughs> and you get to hear. And psychosis and schizophrenia are not real things. They're and it's not processing trauma. It's that you're listening to on a different frequency from everyone else. And you should definitely not take meds to help. This is what I'm saying about like I feel like Doctor Who writers, not just Mark Gatiss. I think they just don't think about the things that they're writing and what I don't they're think meaning, they, what yeah, they. Yeah, mean I don't and think that they, they like they don't they don't observe the words through in a wider context like they don't think about the real world that they live in when they write these they just go into like a little bubble like a little geodesic isolation chamber and they just are like what would the doctor say well he would say this about this and then there's nobody who's watching this episode who might think anything else and maybe think that not taking your medications is not a thing that the doctor should endorse it's like the wow cool robot (laughs) meme but backwards where they're firing over my head the words wow psychic child and i'm like medication is bad i really liked that episode where the doctor encouraged uh the children to take methamphetamine <laughs> no he's saying he's saying they shouldn't they shouldn't take their yeah right it's their adhd meds never mind you need those <laughs> don't need those he chucks them out the tardis um but but yeah uh then the doctor uh we find out Maeve is gone she's she's missing um He uses the screwdriver to track Maeve's phone through Clara's, which is fine. That's a fine, that's a fine. Fair enough. Yeah, whatever. And Danny, this is where he's, he noted, he notes that Clara has like immediately with no hesitation, like jumped into Doctor Who companion mode. And he's like, come on, we're, we're, we're supposed to be these kids' guardians right now. We're their chaperones, one might say. And and you're here, you're like, you're just like trying to theory craft about what's going on. You want to go fight aliens in space or whatever. And she's like, well, she says, because the doctor's like, okay, I'm going to go find Maeve. And Clara's like, I better go protect Maeve from him. I, yeah, because he's going to throw our medication out. <laughs> he's.
1: He won't She's be eating this anymore.
0: Uh, and then he goes outside and then Nelson's column, CGI falls over and you see Nelson this was, go. This was the worst the episode looked, which I think is a yeah. real compliment to the episode. <laughs> the it falls over and it goes, oh no, ow, my column. Um, uh, and, so yeah. the doctor then says a, a line, if this is an invasion, they're already here and they've already won. But it's not and they didn't. Uh. This is where we get uh, one of my favorite lines in the episode, because Danny and the kids, they hear the ground shake, and they go outside. They hear the column collapse and everything, and they go outside to see what happened. And Ruby is like, you know, Mr. Pink, you let Miss Oswald go off with that man. That's no good. You're supposed to be in love with her. And he's like, who told you that? And she said, everyone. And then the boy... (laughs) who I think is named Samson, just just mumbles. Eh, she's probably dead now anyway. Crushed by now, sir. Which really made me laugh. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good lad. That's a good lad. Um, we get uh, so another... they leave to look for Claire in the <laughs> well, But wait, what about what's Maeve's mom up to right now? Oh, she's no, on I her bike? No, I said we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> I, just need, I just need everyone to know that Maeve's mom is on her bike. She will continue to be on her bike next time we talk about her it means that we've finished all the scenes where she's riding her bike okay okay uh so clara notices
1: oh i like
0: this part uh when when clara says look doctor the path behind us is already closed up but the camera doesn't turn around clearly because they didn't want to have to show that we just have to take her it's word fine. for it you know, this is something I kind of liked though. And I know that the the reviews that I briefly read at the end of last week said like this episode is not scary. And it's not really scary, but I don't know. I I liked the daytime forest setting. I like I, I liked forest. that it wasn't like a spooky yeah. forest at night. Even though the episode um, is called what? In, In what the forest it? of the night. It's a reference yeah. to the tiger poem. Okay. Um uh they uh the tiger poem are you are you too young to know what that is? I'm sorry. Mm. Oh, the tiger poster, yeah, like from Zoot Zoo Books. Zoo Books reference. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, they find Maeve's phone on the ground, and Clara is like, "Why am I so scared of this forest?" And the doctor says, saying "This a forest bit like, is mankind's collective nightmare, a, a straight out bit. of all the stories that keep children awake at night." I don't think that's true. I don't think I've. I mean, I guess. I guess, like, I'm trying to think. Did you of, never have spooky forest nightmares? I guess not, but there's. It's I like to- high, I totally, I definitely had spooky. It's Like a forest very beautiful, a like like daytime forest. not a spooky forest. We've already seen an episode set in a spooky forest. It was the the Angels episode uh, where the Doctor was being really fucking annoying. Oh uh, yeah,
1: yeah, and then the,
0: and then the bishops were just like, "I'll die now. Um, <laughs> My turn. Uh,
1: bye, bye. We didn't see like
0: the we see by the- Amy don't open your eyes now goodbye <laughs> the way you said that was making me think of happy Ricky <laughs> bye Amy <laughs> don't <laughs> open your eyes now <laughs> uh okay don't we- open your eyes Amy you're not gonna open your eyes <laughs> um what oh is it's maybe life like, reference Maeve is, Maeve is doing like a Hansel and Gretel with her school you know supplies? what's funny I'm sorry to derail it's funny. I'm realizing I, that I said that 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 the Ricky saying the same thing twice thing is a Secret Life uh, jerkin' it reference, but I don't just think from that the show. picked up on that until after we after, finished yeah. it. Um. So yeah, Mavis is like leaving her school supplies behind so people can find her, and she's doing uh, a little, a little. Uh, she's doing a little dance. She's later. like frantically swatting at the air around her head. It's the new dance craze, and then we see uh, we see guys in like uh, heatproof suits ready to burn the forest down uh this is a weird thing about this episode because looking back because i liked the episode while i was watching it but looking back like basically everything that this episode did was imply cool things that could happen and then none of them happen like she sees these men in like fireproof suits with flamethrowers about to start burning the forest and there's sort of a sense of like intrigue and like Oh, what is, But it's like, we know what they're doing. This is the controlled burn to open paths for the emergency services. Yeah. Yeah. And we like, never like not. Yeah, there's also like, when we, we talk we didn't mention it. But like, when they're doing like the newscast montage, there's a thing that's like, so everyone stay in your homes. And then everyone does except for me, except mom. for Mae's mom who gets on her bike. Which, like, by the way, there we is get like another a shot sense of, of, of like effects. isolation to the episode, where there's besides these men, there's not really like anyone else out, and like that's kind of creepy. But when you know what the episode is, looking back on it, it's like, damn, nothing happened in this episode. <laughs> well, <laughs> and yeah, that's I fine. Mean, I mean, I, I liked the episode at the time, which yeah, that, that's that you know, I mean, the that's problem, th- yeah, it solves itself. But sometimes it can be a good one. When- when a problem resolves itself, because it's not really about the problems, it's about how the characters interact and engage with it. And I think that's fine. Yeah. And Clara says that we should kill these fucking kids. <laughs> Listen, we are, she knows that that's the only way she's going to get out of doing that grading. So Maeve, uh, sets down her pencil case and runs away from the men with the flamethrowers. Uh, and then a little bit later, Clara finds the pencil case and says, clever girl thing. And, mm. One of the flamethrower men says, and they start burning the trees, but the fire just goes out. And the doctor says, aha, trees control the output of oxygen. So if they stop outputting oxygen, there's nothing for the there's fire no to burn. oxygen. There's no oxygen in the air already, doctor? Well, trees can, can a make fire, force fields. Can a fire only burn when a tree is nearby, doctor? You know how when a tree dies, everyone in the area immediately asphyxiates? <laughs> They just, if a tree they falls just, like, in the forest. They just, explosively decompress, like, in outer space. If a tree falls in the forest and there's no other trees around, will you immediately suffocate? Yes. Yes. So, be careful. Yeah, that that is absolute nonsense. Uh th- He calls the forest clever. Ding. Uh, and this is where he shows Clara one of Maeve's drawings from the homework books. She has depicted, in a very charmingly childish style, a massive solar flare apocalypse. (laughs) There's, like, a cartoon sun with, like, a grumpy face. God, that was so funny. Shooting a giant blast of flame at Earth. Uh, And Clara, her response to this is, Oh, geez, Danny will know that I misplaced the kid's homework on the TARDIS. (laughs) She really doesn't give a shit. She just doesn't want to get caught. Um, so this is where the doctor says that the trees are communicating with them but Maeve is the only one who can hear them and then they hear wolves howling and he says oh the trees must have broken the gates of the zoo yeah that was very funny when because clara's like wolves are out how are there wolves here and then he says zoo and then she says okay um what happens next there's there's wolves, there's a- There's Yeah, a... Maeve is surrounded by the wolves. Right. And she screams, and the Doctor and Clara come running. This is where it occurred to me that at no point during any of this did they try going,
1: Maeve! Maeve!
0: Maeve! 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 Maeve!
1: Maeve! Maeve! Maeve.
0: Maeve. Um, yeah, the, uh, oh, oh my god, uh, here's the part, they're, they're gonna get to, they gotta get to Maeve, uh, Clara says, Doctor! Help me over this fence. But then Maeve opens the gate. You see through her unique perspective from a child's mind. This is so funny because in any other Clara episode, Clara would be the one doing this to the doctor. I like that the only way that they can show a character being clever is to have them make everyone around them look really stupid. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't know, I guess a more generous read of this is this is showing that uh, Clara is so focused on protecting the children that she's like tunnel visioned on it, maybe is what they were going for. Although that won't make sense later when she decides that she wants all the kids dead. (sighs) You are not gonna. You are so hung up on Clara deciding the life or death of these children.
1: <laughs> no, you are so just
0: deciding the death of these children. You are so hung up on the fact that as the qualified chaperone, it's in the paperwork. They do get to decide if the children die. <laughs> they do get to the make parents sign the little box that says it's up to me whether the kids live or die. <laughs> I don't listen. Only one of us has ever has ever taught before, so I think I would know this. Oh my God! Here we go again. You're always telling me every time I try to tell you that I have their lives in my hands, you don't believe me. But it's uh. right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the blackboard every day. Also, I'm using a blackboard. I also, I, I also every day I wake, I wake up. I, you go to your classroom and then you write down the date of one of your chil- your children's deaths. <laughs> <laughs> for the, to share with the class because we do get that's in the paperwork it's on their on their uh file, so the wolves uh try to get through the fence uh and the doctor's like look big and scary these aren't these are uh they're what is these they're like uh what's the word oh these, these are captive these, yeah. these are wolves raised in captivity, like they don't really know how to hunt, so just look big and scary, and they do, and the wolves then jump the fence. But they run away. Well Because they're terrified of the approaching tiger. (laughs) And then, good news, uh, Danny- Chekhov's fucking tack light. Danny shows up with his tack light from 15- 15, no, 150 meters away he turns this thing on, 150 (laughs) M's. And it, it fucking, he, this fucker can stun a tiger from 150 meters away. And the grips are so grippy. And the, hey, UI was this episode is- sponsored by Taclite? Is this like, this is viral marketing to be like, Oh, I really do need a Taclite. 2500, when a chase me. 2500 lumens, Sam. You don't get that kind of value. And you know what? I'm going to tell you the heat dispersion of these fucking thing. You, bar- you can run this thing for 15 minutes and barely feel anything. You can touch it. I mean, these LEDs, man, I'm telling you, these are great products. You need one of these. Says Danny as he arrives with the strobing (laughs) effect to stun the tiger and make it leave. (laughs) And then then he's like, check this out. And they wait till nighttime just so he can show that he can light this fucking forest up like nobody's. Bradley's like, can I have my tack light back? And Danny's like, no i'm i'm in charge i need I have, it i have i have commandeered your tack light <laughs> will i get it back once this field trip is over no, no. i i don't think you could trust da- uh, bradley with a with a machine this powerful Look, kid i i just feel like i've really proven that i know how to handle it better than you do <laughs>
1: so um, but, uh, and by the
0: way when when uh when clara sees the power of the tack light she does get horny for 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 uh for Danny, the light. <laughs> she's horny for Danny as a means of getting her hands on the tack light. She tears it away from him and says, "Get the fuck out of here, Danny."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh. So, Danny sees that Maeve is like swatting at the air again, and he's like, "Oh, as she had her tablets." And the doctor's like, "You, w- this is exactly what's wrong with human humanity. You want to stop this child from hallucinating <laughs> and take Maeve her, off her off her meds." Take her off her meds! Maeve runs off, they follow her deeper into the forest, and there's, like, giant cobwebs and, like, a bright golden light here. And, uh, we learn that Maeve created? It's unclear. I don't believe that Maeve created the forest. You see what Wikipedia has to say. (laughs) I don't know if I trust Wikipedia to to tell me whether or not you're Maeve right. Let me check Tardis forest. wiki. Thank you. What you'll have to read 100 pages of Tardis wiki to figure out what uh who created this forest. She goes to an area that looks like a circle of bushes that are covered in cobwebs. Using the sonic screwdriver, the Doctor makes what Mave is swatting at visible as sparks of light. So they just skip over the part where Mave says, "I did this. I made the forest." Is it possible that she was speaking? You know, in a, in like 20 seconds, the 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 motes of light begin speaking through her is it possible that that was them saying i i don't know she didn't do this but in from her unique perspective as a child (laughs) she did uh but yeah the doctor says something something adjust gravity slow down the light Because I guess it's moving so fast, so he just creates a... With his sonic screwdriver, by the way, which I will not accept. I will not accept that he can do this. No, I I do not accept that he can control gravity with the sonic screwdriver. Um, But he makes the the little dots of light slow down. They look like little fireflies, (laughs) and then... Sorry, why does TARDIS wiki, where it has the image of the tiger being stunned by the flashlight, it has a link to tardis.fandom.com slash wiki slash tiger. Oh, I thought I was going to say, slash, uh, best quality flashlights on the market. Tigers were large predatory cats. They w- sure were. Rest in peace, tigers. Um, then Maeve First starts- mentioned in An Unearthly Child. Oh, Jordan, this was a reference. <laughs> to the first episode? <laughs> <laughs> to the pilot? <laughs> w- w- did, what, did, did William Hartnell get on his TARDIS and then he said, Oh, I've always wanted to go see a tiger? <laughs> Is that the first line that he says? Where when he are gets tigers? It? And more importantly, when, when are tigers? tigers? <laughs> uh, okay, so he slows down the little, the little light bugs, the little light globes, and then Maeve starts talking in scary deep voice, like in like the the the, the fucking the Mass exorcist. Effect yeah. We, yeah, are the we are the life um, that. Meh. Uh, and they say we're, t- we are, we are trees. We are, we have always been here. We, what is it? We're the grass that covers over your mass graves or something insane like that. Um, everybody watches her do this and they all are fine with it, I guess. Um, they also say that they were called here by the sun. Yeah. The there tree- was a funny part where the doctor goes, did you send Mave to find me? And the, the, the whatever's say, no, we didn't, we don't know who you are. They don't know the doctor. There's a, a an incredible. Um, this is like this made me think about Discworld. Um, there's an incredible part at the beginning of the book uh, Reaper Man, which just shows, um, which just shows different life forms living and dying, and uh, in in their like in their respective like frames of uh, reference points for time so it shows like a a a fly live its entire life in like a day and then it shows a a tree and it's just like every minute is like a whole a year for a tree and then it says that (laughs) it's like the fucking they all got cut down for uh for uh decorative uh like address panels or something i don't know but the point is the trees live so long that every time the doctor graces the earth uh, with his beautiful body and presence, uh, especially when he's played by Matt Smith, he's so Smexy. Um, the trees <laughs> just don't notice him because their time frame moves so, so much, uh, slower. <laughs> he's just there for like a minute and like a, like an instant that he's gone. They don't notice uh, him. I've been slacking, Jordan. I need to finish Mort. <laughs> yeah. The doctor, the doctor. Literally, I read like 90% of Mort, but I read it. I had ordered it and then I also bought it digitally because I'm an idiot and I don't know why I do the things that I do. It's and like I, when you bought I two copies. I almost finished it on my phone, and I was like, "Well, I should finish the actual book. I already bought it, so I waited for it to arrive. And then, by the time it arrived, it had been like six days, and I had stopped reading. That's a shame. It's a great book. The doctor. It's a great re- book. I like it a lot. I the, definitely will finish it. The actual. only person that the that trees know about is the Buddha, because he was in front of that that tree for so long, and they're nice. like they they, they read they registered him. They're like, nice. bring the Buddha, and he'll 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 tell us. What do you mean he's dead? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I don't even know what dying is. Oh man. Uh, so the doctor asks Maeve who sent her to find him. She says, like, oh, the thoughts are just in the air. I think that one might have come from Miss Oswald. So she is literally just, she's just psychic. Yeah. Uh, and the doctor, walks away with clara and says i think that this might just be how humanity dies out like i can fight like an alien armada but i can't fight like the Assault entropy flare. of the universe yeah. and clara says wait wait, wait, hold on we've been to the future and this didn't happen and he's like well oh. now it will have did <laughs> time he says wibbly wobbly timey wimey haha <laughs> god he did wait no he didn't know about timey wimey well, I guess he retrospectively did, but it was the war doctor who learned about timey-wimey and was very embarrassed by it. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. fucking great. Great scene. Uh, uh, so she says, uh, let's use the TARDIS as a lifeboat and save the kids and me and Danny and you. Until I change my mind. And then they go to the TARDIS. Uh, Danny uh, sings the, Danny sings the like, Coal Hill Academy... Uh, Uh, there's a doctor at the door, creepy Ring Around the Rosie song from Remembrance of the Daleks. Um, No, there's school anthem. There's school anthem. No, that's not what he's singing. He's singing singing the song from Remembrance of the Titans. He is, but I was making a joke. Um, (laughs) But uh, everywhere we go. Anyway. um, uh, From the Frosted Face commercial. Um, So, Frosties... So they all get on the TARDIS, and then Clara, uh, I guess, on the walkover changed her mind, as she is the decider of their fates. She says, no, no, no. no. It, she says later, "This was a ruse." Oh, right, right, right. She says, "Okay, Doctor, get on your TARDIS," and he says, "What about getting the kids in there?" And then, and then Clara says, "Listen, if they get on that TARDIS, I will be obligated to take care of them for the rest of my okay. life, and I don't want that." So she says. If you take those kids away, what are you going to do? Just dump them on the nearest asteroid? No! He would take them to school Yalon 9! He would take them to a he would place that people live! He would take them to New Earth where they could all get overdosed on moods. I mean, he could fucking take them back to 1890 and they could just live out their lives on Earth if he wanted. But he won't. Where... It- <laughs> So, so he she's would like, take you're going to dump he, them on an asteroid. And he's just like, I, I, I guess I, I guess I would do that? Okay, I'll accept that premise. I was going to take them to the world's, the, the orphanage planet. She says, love it there. no matter what happens, if you took those kids away and got them to safety, they would just spend the rest of their lives wishing they were with their moms and dads. So I'll kill them. So we're just going to let them die in die. the apocalypse. And then... And then- He's like, okay, well, Danny's here. You can just come with me. And, and then she says no, because wouldn't it be... As a reminder, as a reminder, uh-huh. just so we're clear, this is not like, oh, I don't know how long the Earth has. They might... Th- people, like, might die out over time and we they might have to live through the slow decline of humanity. No, 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 no. This is instantaneous. This is, there is going to be a massive solar flare today right now they're about to die uh and anyway and and clara is like but they would be sad let's just let them all die (laughs) and then the doctor's like well you come with me and then you won't die and then she says it would be cringe and fail to be the last of my kind and she looks directly at the doctor and and uh and smirks at him and then he cries that is very much the opposite exactly what happens he also he also says well i could this is nuts by the way because the doctor at no point in this is he like no, I won't do that. Or like, okay, they'll be sad that their people died, but we should still save the children. Like, he doesn't say any of that. He's just like, well, okay, I guess the kids will all die. But I can take you and Danny away. And she's like, nah, Danny would never abandon the kids. And he's like, okay, do you want to abandon the kids? It sounds like you fucking hate them. Would you like to come with me? And she says, yeah, she says, no.
1: What if I just let don't you... make
0: me say it. I don't want to be the last of my kind. And and this is where he says, well, then why did you even suggest using the TARDIS to save the kids? And she says, because I knew that the only way to get you back here would be if you thought that you were saving someone. And she says, this time the human race is saving you. So make it worthwhile. Run, you, clever, run, boy. you clever boy. Run, clever boy. But yeah, this is where he says, this is my world too. I walk your earth. I, don't I breathe know, your air. And I don't know and what any of says, your fucking names are. And I don't know what you and look like. And she says, "On behalf of this world, you're very welcome. Now go and save the next one." And he's just that? like, "Okay, I guess I'll go." <laughs> he just gets in his TARDIS and he leaves. He does leave, and then he could just go back to last week and be like, "Hey, Clara, you want to? Go- <laughs> you want to go?" On hey, another Clara, adventure? is this is this version of you less <laughs> murderous? <laughs> He's like, he goes back two weeks ago and picks up Clara and takes her to the, to the mall planet of Malulon 9. And, uh, and he's just hey, like. Clara, I think you might need a, a couple months off from being a like, teacher. <laughs> you seem to really want to see those kids roast. Do you? <laughs> how? He's just like giving her like a, a psychiatric evaluation and audit is just like, I would leave the kids to die. Strongly disagree. Somewhat disagree. Neither agree nor disagree. <laughs> she has strongly agree Oh, geez, a little oh, tucking this they, collar. She, she takes a couple months off on Spy Nine. They go back <laughs> the day that they left, and she's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I ever said that it would be better for all okay, of the children." children to okay, children, get on. By the way, <laughs> all right, kids, by the way, die. what do you mean? Neither not of us have mentioned. Don't worry about it. Speaking of being terrible to the children. Uh and having no respect for the children we have not mentioned the fact that this is the uh the gifted and talented program and then at some point clara leans over to the doctor and says they're not actually gifted and talented we just A tell bunch them of that fucking leelas they, <laughs> it's the class they're the they're the Cole hill leelas the the leela memorial uh <laughs> uh nothing's wrong with them they're all just dumb as shit um <laughs> uh, they all just suck and we hate them but we we call them gifted So i hope that they leela's will- all right out there somewhere <laughs> floating in space where the doctor left her after she failed her after she failed her uh she's probably too stupid to know that (laughs) she she would die she tried to get her ged and failed and so the doctor just dropped her off um so the doctor gets on his tardis and then he uh has a brain blast um and no wait wait i remember what what is it? They said. So so he leaves. Right, and he goes. Clara is like, all right, everyone, let's go home. The doctor's going home, and so should we. And he goes into space, and he watches the sun start hyping itself up to kill everybody. Um, it's, it's 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 doing like yeah, it's just it's charging its spirit bomb. All the- and he's thinking he's he's because oh before or as he's leaving. Uh Maeve asks if the doctor's gonna get rid of the forest, and Clara like pulls her away and is like, Well, it's pretty hard to get rid of a flame-proof forest. flame proof forest. Oh brain forest. blast. And the doctor, yeah, he's like, Wait a minute, flame proof forest? I'm Doctor Idiot, he says. I'm doc they should call me Doctor Han because that's what I say when I don't <laughs> notice something. And he actually said so that on he, the episode. He goes right back and he's like, Everyone, everyone, come on, get get in the TARDIS, get in the TARDIS. And Claire's like, no, 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 no I, I'll, I'll see them dead. But uh, they get in the TARDIS, and I, I like this part where he he shows them the solar flare on his monitor, and he's like, "All right, so you know how the solar flare is going to kill explode and kill everybody." And the kids are like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and then and he, says, he 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 basically mm-hmm. does like a, "You didn't tell them about the solar flare." She wa- listen. Clara's not a monster. She wanted them to die clueless and happy. That is literally her plan. She's like, they should die never knowing that they will die. Listen, Today,
1: I, think that's, I think in that's, five
0: minutes, I think she she just didn't want that. because then they'll start asking why didn't you let us on the TARDIS? <laughs> wait, you were gonna let us die, Miss Oswald? So yeah, that's that's true. None of the kids are like, wait, what? <laughs> you were gonna kill us? Why can't uh, we leave on the spaceship? And then the doctor mentions the Tunguska Tunguska explosion in 1908, which I don't think was caused by a massive solar flare, but okay, doctor. Well, I think nobody knows what caused it is the important thing. It was, um, I was trying to think of something funny, but I remember- There I was another know. one, the, the Curusa River event or something in Brazil, he says. Big explosion. And what do they have in common- There were these big explosions, no one knows what caused them, and all they did was knock over all the trees in the area, and he says, the trees, they fill the atmosphere with excess oxygen like a massive airbag before a big disaster. And one thing you gotta know about- (laughs) the shield that protects us from (laughs) space. One thing you gotta know about oxygen is that it doesn't burn. And this is where we get, yeah, well, this is where we get the callback to the ring in the stump. What was that red ring? That was asteroid dust that the tree absorbed after rescuing the planet from an asteroid. Oh, you clever trees. And Um, the doctor, uh, Ruby, is like, but doctor, why is the government destroying the trees if they're going to save us? And the doctor's like, this is is what always happens with you humans. You hear voices, you shut them up. The trees try to save you, you chop them down. I uh again, I don't, I don't think they were thinking. About I have a theory. Noticed, I have so. a theory here, because what happens next is that the doctor's like school project time. Uh, well, so, so he says, I'm gonna use my TARDIS phone to call every phone at the same time, and tell them I am the uh, do, have a real Lorax moment. Tell them not to cut the trees down. And then Maeve is like,
1: "Can we do it, Gov, Because we made the trees happen."
0: And then <laughs> she's she is not talking in <laughs> plural first person for the record. Uh. But yeah, the doctor's like, class project, save the Earth. Here's my theory, though, okay? The doctor, I don't think that, uh because there's a thing about they're going to use chemical defoliated, defolinators or something to, whatever, blast they're like, a. I don't think that there's enough people on Earth that can <laughs> cut down enough trees to make any difference in the time span of like five minutes. I think that he's, he's just gassing these kids up. I guess the idea is that the solar flare is so big and bad and scary that they need every, every goddamn tree <laughs> they I don't think that's true. Get. I think the doctor was just, like, not thinking in that moment. Or maybe he was just helping the kids build their confidence and make them think they saved the entire planet. Well, by, think, by, of, by, think, of mm-hmm, mm-hmm, think of it this way. Think of it this way. The other explosions that he refers to, there were trees in the area that absorbed the blast. For this solar flare... The entire planet had to be completely covered in them. So I guess the idea is that this is so, so, so dangerous that they need every tree that can possibly exist. The screen, the, the case of my phone does not cover the screen, but if I drop it, it's not going to break the screen because there's a case around it. If I'm in a big padded suit, if I'm in a big ball and only my face is exposed and you kick the ball really hard, I think I'll be And fine. I And I will when that happens. Uh, but anyway, my point all, of it, all the kids call every phone on Earth, and Maeve says in her, her little voice, because she's so small, she's an eighth grader, uh, but she's so small at the same time, and she, like, says... I, I did like her line here, where she says, Essential services has been disrupted due to an unexpected forest. Uh, but then she, she says, please don't hurt the trees, uh, because Be they're less here to scared. help. Be more trusting. And Annabelle Arden, please come home. Her last name is Arden. Yeah uh and the doctor is like all right well that's settled hey do you kids want to see the solar flare not destroy the planet and they're like no we want to go see because hey Uh, this is the part where maeve's mom shows up we've seen her about seven times at this point in the episode but maeve's mom arrives and maeve is like mom mom and clara says i think the other kids probably want to be with their moms right now so i'm gonna take them home just kidding danny's gonna take them home i'm gonna watch the solar flare (laughs) (laughs) Um, and this is where Danny is like you go have fun and she's like oh come on you don't want to see it this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity he says please I was a soldier I've fucking seen some shit i've seen i i've, done my, some I've shit. seen billy billy get his blasted to pieces by charlie in vietnam he says he says there i want to i don't want to see more new things i want to look more closely at the things <laughs> this that is, i this have in is, front of me and he pulls out his tack magnifying glass <laughs> maybe 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 it means i'm uncreative and unimaginative and uninteresting but but the mickeys of the world the dannys of the world every time one of them is like I don't want to go on a stupid space adventure with the quirky man. I'd rather, uh, live my life here and appreciate what I have and not, and, and, you know, with the people I care about. Every time someone does it, I'm like, fuck yeah. Fuck these people. Stay on Earth and do nothing. That's way better. <laughs> Mickey, like, went to vocational school and learned how to build, like, fix cars, and that's great. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Who gives a shit about Rose going to fucking Grebulon 9? I didn't know that you were anti-companion as a concept. <laughs> I hate them for doing that. No, but like, but 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 like why this one person gets to go on this super special adventure, but this guy doesn't even want to do it because he'd rather be doing his life, and I think that's cool because yeah, you know enough. what you know what you know who's you know who uh, never gets to go on a cool space adventure with the doctor. Every single fucking person who watches this show. So I think yeah, sometimes but, but, hey 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 you mm-hmm. you're getting all worked up. I'm Clara angry. agrees. Yeah, she and agrees that's what I'm saying. so much that she kisses him. She about kisses it. him because she, to shut him up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, he says, I, I wanna see the wonders in front of me, like Bradley saying please, and Ruby not being dumb as shit. And, <laughs> and the Ruby a person Ruby's standing mom in front of me who's more amazing than the universe. The girl the girl hearing this. <laughs> and
1: then they all kiss. the kids and the and kids the love it.
0: They love it. They clap. Uh Danny walks home with the kids and uh Oh no, wait. He walks home with the kids and Clara. Yeah, right? Clara Clara stays, right? She doesn't but go on Afterwards, she does... W- oh, no, no, no. Okay, that's right. She and Danny walk off with the kids, and he... This is where he reveals, like, I saw the ungraded homework. You were on the TARDIS last Friday, and you didn't tell me. I guess they're dating. This. Th- I, I don't know if this was their first kiss, but they seemingly know. are dating. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we're watching uh, the show out of order. What do you want from but, us? Uh, <laughs> uh, so he says, like, you know, it's like Maeve said through her unique perspective... <laughs> Be be less scared. Be more trusting. I don't want to not trust you. I just want the truth. And she is like, okay, well, I'll tell you. And he says, not now. We're literally walking the kids home from the apocalypse, you fucking idiot. Uh, so just go see your silly little solar flare. Go see your space thing. I'm going to be living my normal life like a normal person, which and is the most And we can admirable. talk about it later. I just want the truth. And she says, okay, bye. And she goes off and watches the solar flare, and it hits and Earth. The, and then it... then. It's everybody's fine. It's all good. They all die. (laughs) And Clara (laughs) sees the kids die and says, I my only regret is that I wasn't there to watch. This was our eye patch lady where this final pam ass this final pam ass woman (laughs) is like cackling and she says, Ooh, I love me a good surprise. I think she was being sarcastic. She said she's like watching the solar flare get absorbed by the oxygen trees, whatever. And she says like, Now that was surprising. And I love surprises. I think she was being sarcastic. Statistically speaking, we'll probably really tell. (laughs) Statistically speaking, we'll see the lady with the eye patch again, unless she was only in that one episode and it was a trick. Um, There's no (laughs) the idea that the eye patch lady is a complete one-off non sequitur makes me want to literally die. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like uh i will speak nothing to the presence of the eye patch lady because i because i don't remember but i <laughs> in my heart that's just, just what if there was it's it's like oh, just a little, weird room yeah, that just just a little, it's like, like the fucking scene from the shining where there's like a bear sucking it's a guy's just like or a yeah it's like the yellow submarine oh, that's weird like, anyway wow, it's weird uh so yeah there's the final pam lady um then uh, all of the trees turn into gold dust from the movie Thomas and the Magic Railroad, and they all fly away. And I just, I just, I just had to reference that again because, because uh, I, I, don't know. I just it's sorry, just I'm un... little... <laughs> um, no, it's just because I referenced it a couple weeks ago for some reason. Okay. Uh, and every episode, I have and to the reference... Doctor, they're back on Earth, uh, and she says, "How are people going to explain this come tomorrow?" And he, and says, then he says, "They won't. They'll forget about it." Like they forgot and about the said, time. Like, I did like this because this is a really consistent recurring thing with the doctor is being exasperated with humanity's ability to just ignore I mean, things if the that doctor, they don't like. If the doctor was like, did you, by the way, did you, uh, did you reconnect with any of the, your loved ones who came back as ghosts that one time and the Cybermen invaded? And she's like, <laughs> huh? What? That would. Went- Sorry, I was what? on TikTok. What? Yeah, who did you vote for in the Leeds election? <laughs> I don't think she lived in Leeds, but I mean... And then he says, like, you put all this They let stuff everyone in your... vote for that one. He was a big event. <laughs> it was a landslide victory where everybody <laughs> in the UK voted for Cool Ghost. I, I think I remember getting a ballot for that Todd one. I was kind of cool... confused, but I, I I voted for the ghost. Why wouldn't I? Todd Cool Ghost wins the election. Um. So I, I like this, though, because Claire's like... Come on, we're not gonna forget an overnight oh, forest. And he my, says, you forgot the last one. My alarm, b- my alarm to finish the crossword uh, went off. But can I be honest with you, Sam? I finished it while we were recording this episode. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and you were playing Tears of the Kingdom? <laughs> one on each hand, baby. My God. Can I tell you, everyone's been calling it T-O-T-K. And I literally just now almost called it TikTok. <laughs> Legend of Zelda, Tick of the Talk. Yeah, they are—they like are both equally relevant to me in terms of how much I'm ever going to experience them. That's not true. I'll probably play Tears of the Kingdom eventually. Eventually. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he says he's got a line here where he says, "You oh, always put so things epic. like this in your fairy tales and forget that they were ever real." It's your superpower, the human superpower is forgetting. If you remembered how things felt, you'd stop having wars and babies. <laughs> Um, we then get a scene where Maeve is, is, <laughs> this scene was absolute madness. Wild. Uh, Maeve is walking, is like outside her home with her mom and she sees like a pair of eyes peeping through the bushes. And Which is a weird shot considering that we saw that happen like three times earlier in the episode with wolves. And then, I, guess, I could not tell if this was supposed to be menacing. I guess, menacing. like, the spirit of the forest is doing Maeve a solid or something, because the bush turns into fireflies, and Mave's like... Like I don't know what this character. I thought that we were gonna like learn more about this character, but she was just like runaway teen dot jpeg standing right. There. Like, like did the trees take her away? Yeah, like, where, where would, the hell was this? She, was she? Did she just like run away and she was just on her phone and got a phone call from her sister? Did she come back and the trees? I don't know if you said that the that the like bush yeah, the, vanishes yeah, the, into fire. The spirit of the forest did her a solid. Yeah, so this like. Is, did the trees kidnap her in the first place to force Did, uh, Maeve into being traumatized? But so she would psychic? But Annabelle already was here. So like, what, what was she just gonna watch them walk in and then leave? Anyway. Or were the trees like, this will be fucking cool as hell? <laughs> I looked up this character to see. If like, like, no, she ever no, comes get back. in the get in the bush. Come on, it'll be awesome. Uh, she's only in this episode, so I guess that this is just like coolteen dot dot uh, dot uh, JPEG. I'm gonna send you a JPEG. Yeah, uh, this is from Tardis Wiki. Okay, let's see. An Earth with normal. <laughs> it's a picture of Earth, and I guess it's from this episode. It just says an Earth, which is which is linked to the page for Earth, presumably Fair with enough. normal amounts of trees. Uh, it's very much one <laughs> that should of the be the caption on every picture. Of the, Earth. the most it's it reminds me of the most beautiful, beautiful, perfect sentence in the English language, which is of course vanilla. Is Cream's mother? She looks exactly like Cream, except she's the size of an average human mother. Average human mother. <laughs> the- okay. The reason I'm still looking at TARDIS Wiki is I wanted to see <laughs> the way that they describe Maeve's sister Annabelle reappearing because she slowly smiles at them, and I truly i w- I wasn't sure if I was going to scroll down to the bottom of the summary and it would say revealing Maeve's lost sister Annabelle, comma, who smiles menacingly. Yeah, like Annabelle. Who is the master or something? Who will be in the next episode? <laughs> she takes her latex mask off and the master is there and, and his no, TARDIS looks like a bush that is, now. That is just the end of this storyline. Maeve's sister Annabelle is back. Okay, great. She smiled creepily for no reason. Wahoo, yay. Great. Yay. End of the episode. Uh okay, real quick, real quick. Uh do we have any awards to give out? Do Ooh. we have any Do we have any awards for anybody? I'm gonna Um, give. She doesn't get the medal of Mickey. She doesn't get the medal of Mickey. She doesn't get the. She doesn't get the the Leela heart or whatever the 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 Iron uh, Leela. Yeah, I think it's the Iron Leela. Well, she almost got it because she almost killed eight children in this episode. (laughs) She was gunning for eight (laughs) Iron Leelas. She was ready to get the medal, uh, but she didn't get it. I um, absolutely am not going to give her the Sarah Jane Award of Companion Initiative. She didn't do shit. She didn't do shit. Um, I, <laughs> which, to be completely fair, nobody did anything in this episode. That was the resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, I Mave wins the Mave wins the fucking Monsanto <laughs> Award for environmental excellence. <laughs> Have we mentioned that this entire podcast is sponsored by Monsanto <laughs> and Uh I give this episode. It's a solid C for me. Really, I I'm torn because I feel like talking back through it. I'm realizing how many like weird, unfulfilled setups there are throughout it. But I'll give it the grade that I gave it at the time, right after I finished watching it. I give it a B. C is like a fine but fun for me. C is it like was, perfectly across the board. I didn't dislike anything, but nothing nothing to write home from. And I'll bump it up. I'll bump it up to a C plus. You don't have to do that. No, 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 I no, can... no. Because I, because I think it's amazing, and it, like I enjoyed watching it. Fair enough. I, I feel like if you just re redoodled the part where Clara says, because they wanted to have the big moment where she's like, "Doctor, you get out of here and save yourself," but they clearly couldn't think of any way that that would make sense because that would never, ever, <laughs> ever, ever, ever make sense with the way that the TARDIS works. Mm-hmm. But they just did it anyway. They're yeah. like, no save yourself and i'm like wait why and then i like the idea that she says go find another planet to safe because first of all like his time machine he could just go to earth again go hang out i with mean another. if he wanted he could literally take everyone on the planet off in the tardis yeah but but like the idea that he goes to like the furry planet where everyone's human but they've got like cat ears and a tail and he just that's his new home base <laughs> and he's just hasn't. <laughs> he gets the furry planet and he goes I'm home.
1: <laughs> Why was
0: I wasting my time on he, he Earth? He goes to Furry Planet, and he visits his furry wife, and beautiful furry wife, and his beautiful furry child. And, and Oh, that, I <laughs> I didn't mean I'm home as in, honey, I'm no. home. <laughs> uh, but that's what I mean. I mean that this is where he lives his double life. We don't, whenever he leaves, he can be gone for, he was gone for like a thousand years. He probably has sired generations of beautiful furry children. Queens. He, is, he has eight wives and seven husbands on the furry and planet. And they are all in the royal family. <laughs> uh anyway, yeah, I, I think this episode would have been a B plus if they had just B made pl- that a B plus? I A B plus I liked it. Damn. Wow. No, you I was, was like, having a really good time watching it. It was a good time episode, but it was like a it was just like a it was just like a regular one. It was a yeah, regular and, one. And I enjoyed it. Okay, that's fine. I can't tell you what I'm to not, get. I'm not, I'm not grading these on a scale of Doctor Who. I'm grading these on a scale of my enjoyment of them. Okay, I just, I'm just surprised. B plus is pretty high. Yeah, um, I, I liked it. All right, all right, all, all right. right. Okay, okay. okay. I, that's okay. okay. I'm just surprised. I'm just surprised. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. But yeah, I, do, I, it, it's a, it's a B for me. Next time on Doctor Who. Wait, is it a B? No, is... hold on a second. Hold on. Is it a B or is it a B plus? It is a B. Okay. You said it was... I oh, was, it would have it been It, it could have been a B plus. If Clara if they, didn't try to kill all the children. If Clara didn't try to kill all the children. Next time on Doctor Who, the finale begins. Clara is mind-controlled or something. She tells the Doctor, you'll she never set foot in your time. TARDIS again. There are Cybermen here. Osgood is here with her inhaler. Remember her from Dea de Docta? The lady from earlier who was watching the solar flare says, you know who I am. Clara tells a Cyberman that Clara Oswald has never existed. There's a part where, the, where seemingly Unit steals the TARDIS again. I must have been... No, I didn't catch that. Because uh, Oswin cool. was there. with her inhaler. Osgood. Osgood. I can't believe that there's an Oswald, and Oswin, and an Osgood all in the I'm same I'm really like, starting to worry that our joke, that Osgood and Clara are like, are like the same person or something. There was that line where Osgood was like, oh, my sister is so much prettier than me. And I was like, <laughs> why are they bringing up her sister? Hmm... Mm. Uh, all right, Sam, uh, pull up the, pull up the spreadsheet, but now it's time for which doctor, uh, which doctor do you want to see next week, Sam? i am still got him for a Jody. I, I don't know. I'm just, I just want to see a Jodi. Yeah, Jody. Capaldi really let me down. No, that's no, not true. Capaldi I, was, I liked him a Capaldi lot. Capaldi was great this week. He was, he which was is part B. of the, part of the reason that I could have given it a B plus is I, I just found him so fun. Um, but yeah, I I got my Capaldi fix. Let's get let's get a Jody. Let's get a Jody. I, I'd be down for a Jody. Let's get a Flux episode. Why not? Let's get silly. Shut with it. up. <laughs> let's get. Silly I'm gonna with roll it. one right now, and you're gonna fucking. I'm gonna take your switch privileges away from you. <laughs> no. Whoa. We have got a Matt Smith no! episode written it's by written Mark by Gatiss. Mark- no, I hate him. He's the worst. Uh, this it's is going to be war. series seven, episode eight, Cold War. Ooh, I, do I see Ice Warriors? Is that an no. Ice Warrior? No, no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you do. Oh, no. Oh, it's a Clara, it's a Clara episode. Oh, no. Oh, Liam Cunningham is in it. I, okay, that's cool. Um, it's received generally positive reviews, which uh, it says, Cold War was better than Gaetis' previous episodes. The idiots <laughs> not, not hard. And by the way, another one, uh, Victory of the Daleks, which I think is the one with Winston Churchill. Uh that was also written by Mark Gatus. So so maybe this is a, a win for Gatus, but I don't believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. But I do like uh Ice Warriors. They are funny. Mark Gatis had been lobbying to bring back the Ice Warriors, so one I will I will give him one it. It says this is so weird. The Ice Warriors who were last seen in the third Doctor serial, The Monster of Peladon, which was not the one that we watched last, but it was the one that... Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah that's right. I didn't know the Ice Warriors were in Peladon.
1: What? Okay. Huh.
0: Yeah. I don't that's like weird. it. weird. I'm surprised because, yeah, we've seen we've seen Ice Warriors already, and it sounds like they do not <laughs> appear very much. So, they, were in, they were in Seeds of Death was the one we watched with Ice Yeah, Warriors. the luck of the draw, I guess. I guess. Well, okay. Alright, right. next time we'll be watching Cold War. Uh, will we like it? Let's see what Wikipedia has to say. Generally positive reviews. Okay. Yeah, it says, it best, says Mark is best Mark Gatiss does it again.
1: <laughs> All of his episodes are so good and this <laughs> is one of can't them.
0: Lose. I wish it was as good as Idiot's Lantern but there wasn't enough nostalgia for the 1950s. <laughs> Not enough Monarchy. Well, 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 that's that. Right. Uh, shall we wrap this up? Sure. You can find us on Twitter at Potting Bros. Co host at Dr. Hub. <laughs> Sam, I don't Tumblr. know if we're going to be on Twitter at Potting Bros. much longer because apparently Elon's cool website is going to start. I do log in to post the episodes okay. every week, so we're not okay. going to get purged. Okay. Uh,. Twitter at Potting Bros, Tumblr at Dr. Huh, co-host at Dr. Huh, I'm on co-host at Positive Stress, Jordan's on Twitter at Bradipus Rex. I'm on Tumblr at Punish Breakfast. I'm on uh, on, on my Sounds Nintendo about Switch. Light. What? I said I'm on my Nintendo Switch. You are playing video games right now. Um, but you know, this is how it always goes. Jordan just completely checks out at the end of the episode once we're done mm-hmm. talking about the show. Sounds About Light is good. You- Sounds about light. Uh, we thought we were going to finish Kingdom Hearts 2, but we really underestimated how much there was to say. So next week we will maybe be finishing Kingdom Hearts 2. Kamurocho Radio is talking about the Tanimura chapters of, of Yakuza 4. What a cool guy. He's the parasite of Kamurocho, as they With call him. a couple him. of cool faces. Um, and on Zero to Zero, we are still alternating Blade Trinity and Fant4Stick. Next week, we'll be watching Act 2 of Fant4Stick, and I think it'll probably be 100,000 times better than Blade Trinity. Very cool. Um, we're hosted on the Noise Space Podcast Network. Uh, I just realized. I, for some p- reason, forgot that we do, we do Patreon first. Yeah, I don't know why. I have the that. Patreon in front of me. I was going to do it after this, but that's not how we do we it. We do have a Patreon, and let me tell you, folks, if you like our podcast, um, you can get way more of it. If you uh, subscribe to our Patreon for only $1, you get access to all of our classic Doctor Who episodes where we randomly select a Doctor Who serial um, with such great doctors as the one who was the second one and the one who's the third one and the one who's the fourth Jordan, one. Jordan, what are we watching next on our classic eps? Uh, probably, it was it probably called something like The Curse of the Dying Death or Wrong. something. Wrong, it's called Megalos where Tom Baker turns into a cactus or something. God, that's going to be so. They cool. really like putting stuff on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with as many episodes as he he was in, they just they just really wanted to push him as an actor by putting. Oh my! I've been spiky. I oh, I've it learned- seems I've become fuzzy again. Oh no! I've gone fuzzy and funny. Uh, yeah, that's that's one dollar. You also get a pretty special Discord role, a mildly special Discord role. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have been hyping it up too much. That marks you as a friend of the show, and Mark is you as a friend of the show. Me. You started it. I was Did just you? I was just letting the spirit move me. I mean, i fine for I'm five dollars. You get a pretty special Discord role marking you as a companion of the show, and you get a shout out on the podcast, and you can send in a message that will read one of our funny voices, including this one, the voice of the Fourth Doctor, and this one, the voice of the Seventh Doctor,
1: and this one, the voice of the Second Doctor, and
0: me, hey. Kylex Y. Hey,
1: hey, Mo, what you doing? <laughs> Mo, what I don't know are what the doing? fuck this was. It's
0: because the second Doctor looks like Mo. No, he looks like he looks like. uh... I think he does look like Mo. No, but Mo he doesn't. Mo isn't the one who says. Hey Mo! Oh, Curly is the one who says. Hey Mo! What are you doing? No, it's Mo! It's Mo! It's Mo! It's Mo! It's Mo! It's, Mo, it's Mo. yeah, it is Mo who he looks like. He's he got looks Mo. like Mo. I don't know Mo's voice. he, goes, hey, hey, he sounds hey, a little bit like. He sounds like W.C. Fields. Hey, I'm Patrick. Bret Soltrouten. All right, there's our on cinema for the week. Cool. Okay. Ding. Uh, and others. And the rest. Ten dollars a month gets you an incredibly special Discord role, marking you as an honorary member of House D'Souza, Souza, which lets you listen to the podcast live while we record it. Which I think eight p.m. Pacific. 8, from now. eight Pacific. That's when we recorded this one. I'm good mm-hmm. with that. I'm good with it too. And we'll clap for you because you're a. Fucking epic cat burglar! A real Chad. Is good at everything. You're so cool, and you're another aristocrat. And you we want to hype you an up and tell you how cool you are. We'll gas you up real good. So thank you to our ten and five dollars subscribers. I meant to say five and ten because we go in the opposite direction now. Dan, big challenge of Silva, Roy, Saucework, Stephanie, Bolding, Stephanie, Karen, Tasty Sea Sponge, and House de Souza, the coolest <laughs> cat burglars around. Cassidy, Destry Hawk, and HK. Yeah, go Cassidy, Destry Hawk, and HK. Let's go. Fuck yes. Fuck yeah. Fuck yes. Salute. Them. Jesus Christ, Thank those you. people are fucking god. Cool they're as hell. so cool. God damn. Now I can say. I bet we they are... wouldn't fuck up a cat burglary like fucking what's her name did. No, way better than Christina D'Souza. Christina, I literally forgot her name which is fine because she was a one-off character that nobody will see a her get g- no, she wasn't a one-off because she's in at least 14 audio dramas and 15 <laughs> books and when we do I don't remember if that was real or if you made that up though. What was the funny what was I came up with a great name for a for a prose podcast uh Pros and Cons. I think it was pros and cons. No, pros and cons would only be when we look at every single story relating to Christina D'Souza, because con, like, you know, she, <laughs> she's a criminal, so pros and... Yeah, anyway. Uh no, no 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 no, lives, no, 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 Sam, and cons Sam, 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 the... it was, it was Dr. Ha, Colin, pros before shows. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. Uh... And I am going to kick your ass if you ever try to play Switch or crossword puzzles. I wasn't actually, I was not actually playing the game during, I did do the crossword, but I, that was because, (laughs) so fuck off, but that was just because I, I think you were like looking something up and I got bored and I needed to finish it because I'm on a hot streak and that is important. Well, Um, I'm going to have cut the part where I was looking something up, so it'll seem like you're incredibly unprofessional. It makes me seem like I'm incredibly intelligent, because I was making funny jokes and doing the crossword at the same time. (laughs) You're dual wielding. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're hosted by the Noise Space Network. Check out a lot of great shows on there. Check out Pot of Greed about Yu-Gi-Oh! Check out uh, Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. Check out, um, Sam? Yeah, check me out. I'm on Zero to Zero (laughs) at Sounds About Light. Uh, Also, you can check out, uh... Gay fear friends. coming back. Shane saw dog sanctuary. Check out queer uh, fear baiting. Oh, uh, is we rate queer bait on on no. uh, noise space? Never mind. Don't check them out or do. <laughs> I mean, you can if that. If, yeah, check it out. <laughs> uh, lots of. We great don't stuff. only shout out podcasts that are on noise space. There's this cool indie podcast I've been listening to called My Brother, My Brother and Me. They could use a little bit of extra listens. I'm sure they like. They don't get any. Jordan, Just, let's chat. What have you been listening to lately? Uh, not a whole lot. Um, I've been listening to, uh... Ooh, we, we should absolutely shout out the huh. latest episode of, and also with you, a, an I mean, annual minute-by-minute yeah, nearly... minute Star Wars A New Hope podcast. I've been listening to Blowback, Season 3, about the Korean War, and I've been listening to QAA, mostly. and Anonymous, for people who don't know what that is. I've been listening to a lot of Your Kickstarter Sucks. Yeah? It's a great podcast. Sounds good. Check it out. Sounds cool. Alright. Listen to it. Now... Now, right now, turn this off. Okay. Um okay. well, Jordan, mhm. Sam, uh there's a the time earth... at the end of every episode where Jordan needs to segue me into something special. <laughs> the earth has been saved and I think that we should all be thankful for the trees, but I know the doctor didn't really do anything this week. <laughs> But I still think he'll get uh, he'll get jealous and angry if we don't appease his wrath with a with a our weekly prayer. So can you please lead our our friends and our congregation. All rise um, from your pews, turn open your hymn books, your prayer books and join us as we recite the doctor's prayer. May your life flow like a river. May your days smell sweet as a rose. May your nights be calm and still as a pond. May you be as lucky as an ace in a game of blackjack Harness may dan the nice man smile nicely upon you may your souffle come out just right and if it doesn't it literally doesn't matter i hate that so much and may the doctor light your path through time away from the screaming children
1: (laughs) begging for mercy
0: excelsior Excelsior? doctor bye doctor bye